0: Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Salbi. Samer, how are we doing this week?
1: You know, Matt, I'm always doing real well, but today I'm going to say I'm doing extra real well. I don't even know if that's proper English, but I'm excited. <laughs> I'm real excited.
0: <laughs> you have a foreign name, so I think you can get away with the improper name. That's English. true, yeah, right, People yes. expect that. People <laughs> My expect parents were that. immigrants,
1: so <laughs> <laughs> let's ignore the fact I grew up in Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah, no, that is
0: nothing, that is no bearing right now. Yeah, we expect the English errors. Um, well, we've got a very special guest, so I mean, let's not keep her waiting, okay? Our guest today is uh, quite literally a professional broadcaster, she's a voiceover artist, Former co-host of the Adam Carolla Show, current co-host of the Easney Listening podcast with Teresa Strasser. She will soon be a published author with the upcoming release of her book, My Extra Mom, on February 21st. Please welcome the great Gina Grad to Super Awesome Mix. Gina, hi Thank you.
2: Hi, wow, what an intro. Wow, <laughs> thank you. I'm still getting used to the to hearing in my ears former. Corolla show. <laughs>
0: I know that killed me to type. I it's literally, so I mean, I, I literally I... listened to every episode you were on.
2: <laughs> Thank you. No, I was there for eight wonderful years. And I, I just I couldn't be more grateful.
0: Well, great. So tell us a little bit um, about the book and, and kind of this pivot. I mean, I'm sure you've been working on it for yeah. a while. It's not like yeah. you just quit the, sh- you know, left the show and then immediately no, wrote no. this book. Right? God, no,
2: I've been working on this for about two years. Um, so I am a stepmom and i've had stepmoms and i know that for me personally saying that word i get this like visceral like physical reaction like the hairs on my arms like i'm i'm looking i'm, I'm it's like fight or flight like evil stepmother disney villain and that's right. that's kind of the word that we think of when we think of stepmothers cuz that's how society has portrayed us for hundreds of years <laughs> and having a stepson who is like my life who this little this little scamp is he's my guy. Um, I never want him to associate anything uh, negative with our relationship because because, you know, because of of a, of a Disney movie he accidentally watched, which I'm a big fan of. Um, so I thought, you know, we got we got the bonus mom term and that's on every you know world's best bonus mom mug and apron. And that's great. <laughs> uh, but for me, you know, it just seems simpler. I'm an extra one. I'm an extra mom. And so I wanted to write something to introduce kids to that term and, but more importantly, to show them um, all the benefits that come with having an extra pair of eyes to make sure you don't get lost an extra pair of hands clapping at your game. And this is all based on stuff that we do. And it's not just for the kids. I mean, I'm an adult, so I can honestly tell you adults that this is just as much for adults as it is for kids because, um, Parents need a reminder that the extra person is also not a threat and nobody's being replaced. You're just adding to the to the already hopefully strong group of people that love this kid. So it's for everybody. And I I hope it resonates with people.
1: I love that. I think that's so powerful. Um, and, you know, as you were talking about it, I also realized, truly, Disney has not been great to, uh, to no. step parents, you know, no. like, I, they have not been helpful in that category. <laughs> the,
2: my girl is a fantastic scapegoat, let me tell you. <laughs> Sometimes deservedly so. But I think that, you know, for entertainment purposes, and you know what, some of us got some rotten eggs. And that's just the way it is. We didn't all get good ones. But um, for for the kids who have just women in their life who just want to be good women in their life, I hope this resonates with people.
1: I love that so much. Between everything that you got going on, you also managed to put together a pretty awesome mix for us. uh Why don't you tell us kind of the theme of it because this was unique and and both Matt and I really enjoyed listening to it.
2: Oh good. Thank you. Um, yeah, you, you know, the pressure was on and I thought, you know, like I just did another podcast. You might know, you know, bald Brian, who was also on the AmCurl show. I yeah. did his show. It's about film. And I thought, well, I'm not exactly a film buff. I, I like comedy. I like stand up. I like storytelling. This is, I'm out of my depth here and they've probably done this. So I was like, you know, what? what do I like? And I just named something. I felt the same about this. Like, I'm not really a music aficionado. I'm sure as you guys are and your listeners are. So what resonates with me? And it just popped into my head songs that make me cry tears of joy like I hear them. And whether it's the whether it's the arrangement or the lyrics or the power of both, I literally my eyes well up. I can't sing straight through without cracking. And they're just songs that resonate happiness to me.
1: I love that, yeah, and that really comes through with a lot of these picks. Um, I I definitely have a lot of notes here where I was like, "Okay, I might have, I might have shed a tear or two here." (laughs) I get it. I trust me. I get it. (laughs) Um, So let's get into it because this is great. So track one, uh, you went with a strong opener, uh, "Wildflowers" by Dolly Parton, Linda Ronstadt, and Emmy Lou Lou Harris.
2: Yes, not to be confused with the other wonderful "Wildflowers," "Wildflower" sung Tom Petty song. Um, this is not only is it like folksy and it's Americana and it's beautiful and it has mandolins and it has gorgeous three-part harmonies, but there are elements of this song that I, I literally, if I start crying, please go easy on me. Cause I've got, <laughs> first of all, I got cramp, and also like, I'm just kind of a, I'm I'm an easy cry. I'm an easy laugh. Uh, so don't don't be too hard on me. But I love the whole the whole um, the whole uh, underpinning of this song is she was a wildflower and she couldn't stay where they had planted her in this small town or wherever she you know hails from. She had to go, but it was going to be okay because wildflowers will bloom wherever they grow. And the lyric that gets me and I can't explain it. Maybe you can um can I read it to you yeah because for a lot of these songs I have a category the lyric that gets me every time so I just added that in and this is I grew up fast and wild and I never felt right in a garden so different from me I just never belonged I just longed to be gone so the garden one day set me free I hitched a ride on the wind and since he was my friend I just let him decide where we'd go when a flower grows wild it can always survive wildflowers don't care where they grow.
1: That yeah. is perfect. Oh, beautiful.
2: It just yeah. gets me. And I don't know if it's because I'm jealous of her story or I relate to her story or both, but it just taps in and it gets me.
1: Yeah. I I love that you call that line out because that is also the one that I was going to call out, oh. especially the, the last part that when a flower goes wild, it can always survive while flowers don't care where they grow. But for me, like I, I read that line or I hear you say it and I, so I grew up in Texas, but I moved to New York, like I think over five years ago now. And it, it was like really a magical experience because sure. I finally found a place where on day one, I was like, this is home. Yes. And I just never really felt that growing up in Texas. Like it was very good to me. I had, you know, I have a lot of friends and family there. Um, And but yeah, it just was missing that final little piece. And then all of a sudden you move somewhere, you know, I got this opportunity to do so. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yes. Like, this is so great. And so it's such a special, um, you know, feeling. And and I get that with this song. So I absolutely love that. Oh,
2: And I'm from Kansas and I also moved to New York and felt for the first time I was home. And then I moved to L.A. And now I'm, you know, home adjacent. But I totally, (laughs) I totally understand (laughs)
0: All right. Well, fans of yours won't be surprised that your first two picks are from Dolly <laughs> Parton. Okay, so track two, you pick "Traveling Through" by Dolly Parton.
2: Yeah, this one. This doesn't. For even though it was up for an Oscar nomination and lost to 3 Six Mafia," don't get it lost too hard out there for a pimp. But anyway, couldn't be um, two
0: more different no. songs. <laughs>
2: If you want to thrill, Google her singing this at the Oscars and Jack Nicholson just in front clapping and like It is fantastic. This song I don't think gets its due in her catalog. Um, This came out when the movie Transamerica was released in 2005, which was groundbreaking and, frankly, now probably wouldn't be made because Felicity Huffman is playing someone who's transitioning into a woman. And I thought she was it was it was such a powerful movie. And we didn't know Dolly like we know Dolly now, you know, and maybe not everyone knew Dolly like we all know Dolly now. And I just thought it was so powerful for her to put her name on this movie at a time when that was not super common. Right. And the song guts me. It's just it is so beautiful. I I wrote down the lyric that gets me on this one. And if I can get through it, I'll give myself a gumball after this. Um, And again, and, and I'm Jewish. So this lyric coming from me must mean something. It's God made me for a reason and nothing is in vain. Redemption comes in many shapes with many kinds of pain. Sweet Jesus, if you're listening, keep me ever close to you as I'm stumbling, tumbling, wandering as I'm traveling through.
0: that was the, that was the exact lyric I wrote down. God God made me for a reason. reason. No. And I thought the magic of this song was you're exactly right. It's Dolly Parton singing the song that rolls in the credits of this song in in this movie that you're right. Someone who is conventionally a Dolly Parton fan would not want to go out and see this movie, but just in a nutshell, like this song can relate to anybody. Right. And and it could relate. And so, I I think there is this special magic there that she wrote it, especially for this movie and it fits perfectly with the movie, but then it also, it's like it can relate to anybody and, and talking about, you know, we talk about on this show all the time, how music can bring us together. And I think this song is just the perfect example of that.
2: Oh, I love hearing you say that. And I, again, I obviously couldn't agree more. And I just think that, um, somebody who has made it to the stratosphere of stardom and success like Dolly. I think the thing that keeps us loving her is how humble she is and how vulnerable she is. She has a song called Backwoods Barbie that makes me cry for God's sake. <laughs> when she says even Backwoods Barbies deserve a second chance and I don't judge me by my cover. Cause I'm a real good book. I mean, she just, she gets us and we get her and that's why I love her.
1: Yeah. She is a gem. Absolutely. Yeah. Always happy to have Dolly on the mix. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's move to track three here. Um, it is Out of Range, the electric version. We made sure to <laughs> to get that right uh, by Annie DeFranco.
2: Yeah. I was a big um, Annie DeFranco fan <laughs> when I was in college. I'm probably twice both of your ages put together. Yeah when i she was kind I mean, that was the music, and it was all about, you know, like Lilith Fair and like these bad bitches and these powerful women just rocking out. And I was there for it. I loved it. Ani became my fast favorite. I've probably seen her in concert a dozen times. And she has a lot of beautiful songs, and she's, you know considers herself a poet. but something about because she has an acoustic, which i in general always go for the acoustic version of anything there's something about the electric version of this song called out of range that just I get choked up it's it's about it's about realizing that everything you've been taught either by society or your family or your friends or yourself you're just gonna break free from all of it and drive out of range and I just it it's really powerful to me
1: yeah, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I loved that thematically in this song. And I think you're right, like the the kind of the rock version of this works really well, because I just imagined myself being in a car with the top down driving off into the horizon. Like I think, yes. you know, sonically, it works really well with the mood and, and what she's singing about. And you're right. It's like, it's such a powerful idea. You know, just love this idea of her singing about people being a prisoner to something. And she even mentions, you know, whether it's like men to a real prison or a woman being a prisoner to a house or like yes. all these different things that we find ourselves prisoner to. Um, what, a, what a moment it is to, as you said, just kind of wake up from it and, and drive away from it and how yes. freeing that is. So yeah. I absolutely love it.
2: I agree with everything you said, and I, I have a very special memory tied with this. I went to Israel when I was 20, and we're on this big tour bus, and it was my first time ever out of the country, and we're in this bus and I have that song in and we're driving through the desert in Israel. I've never been anywhere and it was just like that memory is like trapped in the grooves of the record of my mind and I love it's not like that it might not have the power of the lyrics we've talked about earlier but I just love when she says um Baby, I love you. That's why I'm leaving. There's just no talking to you. There's just no pleasing you. And I love that. It's like, I love you. So I got to go because I also love me. <laughs> I just, I love it.
1: Yeah, it's so empowering. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is excellent. So
0: speaking of empowering, I don't think they get more empowering than your next pick. Uh, track four, you go with Roar by Katy Perry.
2: Yeah, this is a, this is an excellent pop song. Um I'm not really um someone who identifies with the pop genre per se <laughs> but man you got to give these these chicks their due or and these and these men folk when they come in with these excellent pop songs Anthem pop songs, I love. I love the chord progression in this. I think it's that kind that just it, it'll stick with you no matter what the lyrics are. I love. I think Katy Perry's fun. I've seen her. At, at, I I saw it at a Children's Hospital event. Do this song and I was just weeping. She was in a ball gown. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> she' just. She looked like a princess and she, she was fabulous. Um, but the thing that if you if you feel like you love this song, but you're on the edge, if you want me to kick your ass right over a cliff, um, i I with a trigger warning, suggest you googling uh, the Children's Hospital at Dartmouth, Hitchcock. They do a video with all the kids in the hospital lip syncing to this, and it is. I I I know I've seen the whole thing a thousand times in pieces. I have never once gotten through the whole video at once. I it, it it's it's too hard.
0: Yeah, you sent us the video before the show, and I, I think it took me about thirty seconds before I was starting to tear up, and then yeah. kind of looking around, seeing if anybody's near, like yeah. somebody watching me right now, like. What? <laughs>
2: I get it these kids are 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 fighting every day sitting in these hospital beds and the nurses are you know like they're doing a video and they're all dancing and trying to cheer everyone up and I've done a lot of work with the children's hospital and I'm telling you when the the big the big rule you get when you're a volunteer is you don't cry. These kids see enough crap all day and all night. Mm-hmm. You're there to make their day happier. So it's like it is boot camp. And so being able to sit home And watch this video with this pop song that I love. It is um, it's intense.
1: Yeah, it is. I also was (laughs) overcome watching it. It's really powerful. And and it pairs so perfectly. I mean, I think it's impossible to hear Katie sing, you know, I'm a champion, and you're gonna hear me roar and not just feel something inside (sighs) of you. You know, like you just have to let yourself let yourself feel the feels.
2: Let yourself (laughs) go there. Absolutely
1: yeah i love that all right um track five so you went with i choose you by sarah Berialis.
2: yeah i don't know i wasn't familiar with this song but how okay basic bitch take in three two one i wasn't familiar with this song until i was finding songs for my wedding (laughs) oh yes this this
0: is a good yeah that's Um, perfect
2: this That's is perfect. the song. This played in heavy rotation at the reception. <laughs> um, my, my. By the way, my, my wedding procession song was dolly my wedding song out was also dolly
1: <laughs> nice. um
2: it was uh from here to the moon and back and then uh and then um plain and simple anyway um this song is j- i mean another unbelievable pop song written specifically uh, you know for weddings and for engagements and for the will you marry me's her lyrics are just so sweet and the song is so sweet and you know we kind of mentioned dolly parton's vulnerability the same thing chokes me up in this song. It's not, we're the best. When we get together, the rest of our lives are going to be perfect. Like, <laughs> high five, us couple. It's not. I, this, the lyric that gets me is, well, there's two. It's, tell the world that we finally got it all right. We're not perfect. We'll learn from our mistakes. And as long as it takes, I'll prove my love to you. I'm not scared of the elements. I'm underprepared, but I am willing. And even better, I get to be the other half of you. Oh,
1: beautiful! It's so it's pretty.
2: Just, it's perfectly said.
1: Yeah, it is poetry. As I'm sitting here listening to you talk, um, you know about the the. It's not a happily ever after song, no. and and you know. I, again, just come back to Disney, just telling us that all of these marriages are just like so perfect. Come on, Disney.
2: And that's why for my Broadway friends, thank God for Stephen Sondheim, who wrote Into the Woods, because guess what? All the good shit stops in intermission.
1: You
2: right. Know, he, he totally said there's another half to the Cinderella story. So you're totally right. This is such a relatable, modern take on a love song.
1: It is. Yeah. No, I think it's so pretty. And I really loved, uh, you know, in research on this, that she literally wrote it in response to a fan being like, I want a happy wedding song and I can't find one. So then she writes this amazing song and it's absolutely gorgeous. And we can put this on our ongoing list, Matt, of just like, artists that just randomly do something you know out of the blue that just ends up being so spectacular because i think if you could ask any you know either one of us i don't want to speak for you gina to write a love song you know i don't think it would be as good as this one
2: (laughs) yeah no you should hear my vows they were a mess (laughs) 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 no she's she's fabulous and the video is fun because apparently it was like a campaign they picked two Couples in you know around the country that the uh, one was going to surprise the other, and one was a couple from LA, one was a lesbian couple in Denver, and they intersplice these engagement announcements, and they're you know they're, they're they, the 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 you know spouses or the significant others are blindfolded, and Sarah's standing there with her guitar, and oh, it's just it's lovely.
0: That is great. Samra, if you'd like, I, I could try to write a love song for your wedding if you want me to I do mean, that. I
1: mean, I'm curious now. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll report back, listeners. We'll let you know how that goes. Yeah, if I can pull that off. Um, all right. Track six, you go way back. And oh, yeah. this is Mr. Postman by the Marvelettes.
2: Were either of you surprised that this made it on my song that makes me cry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not one that I would necessarily. Um, it's not traditionally one. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. It's
2: not. And that's what I thought was kind of fun about it. Um, <laughs> th- and I mean, I love the Beatles. I love the Beatles. Everybody loves the Beatles. Mr. Postman, the Marvelettes version. Yes kills me dead there is something back in those days and days of yore the production's a little more raw the voices her voice is so gorgeous it's scratchy it's real she has that little screech in her voice that just it 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 just speaks to me and of course the song is you know what a great take on i miss you like you're so far away you're my boyfriend i love you -uh -uh uh-uh-uh. we get that mr postman Where's the letter from my boyfriend, from the love that's so far away? Every day I ask you, like Mister Postman, where is it? And I just think that is so beautiful and such a just such a wonderful take on a love song.
0: Yeah, do you think kids today would have any idea what this song is about? Like, why? What are they waiting for? (laughs) Are they waiting for the three dots to show up on the screen? Right. So I know they're typing. Hold the refresh.
2: in my gmail for me mr goo no they don't get it it's just a simpler time and again like the the recording the production is a little more raw and her voice is screechy and there's no doubles and there's no auto-tune it's just this woman beautifully and i use this word not pejoratively i use it in the most Um, complimentary way just because I don't have a great vocabulary but just screeching (laughs) like where is the letter from my love and I just I love this song I turn it on full blast in the car
0: that is great yeah no definitely uh, it was actually I looked this up it was Motown's first number one hit yes I love that and the drummer on this song another little bit of trivia Marvin Gaye how about that
1: (gasps) Oh, no way. Yes. What? Yes. Holy that is fun. How about that? I had
2: no idea. Had no
1: idea. Wow. Had no that idea. That is cool. Yeah. Never that. Must known that must have been one of those things where you probably just roam in the halls of the studio and they're like, hey, Marvin, <laughs> how are you on <laughs> the
0: Yeah. We've read into a lot of those stories where it's like, well, he worked at the studio and then they brought him in to sing the song and it was a number <laughs> one hit. It's like, what? I love how? it. <laughs> I've never had a that job so like that dope. where they just wow. pull you no. in, and then no, you're a right? Yeah,
1: jobs don't happen that way anymore. <laughs> <They don't>. now. <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> they really don't. Um, okay, so track seven. This is probably one of my favorites on this mix because this is one where, again, like it just triggers something in you, and you feel so freaking empowered listening to it. And it is "Born This Way" by Lady Gaga.
2: Yeah, I mean, how can you have a list about? songs of unmitigating joy that bring you to tears and not have like the ultimate anthem of like radical self-acceptance. Like, again, when I was growing up, this was not, people weren't singing about this. This wasn't a mainstream idea. This was like, Shut up, go to therapy in private and work it out, and <laughs> nobody will ever have to know. These days, like, everything is different. This bad bitch is, like, you know, at the height of her power and telling, you know, and when people say, well, you're a role model, you got to use your voice for good. And people are like, screw you, that's not what I got into this business for. Lady Gaga puts her money where her mouth is. She just, she seems to be a person that really, really walks the walk in terms of um, how, how she is a role model, and I just love the idea of like. There's a full pop song about you're beautiful because God made you this way. It's like Dolly Parton. It's like traveling through. I'm I, you're on the right track because you're born this way. Like it's just you. It's not good, bad, right or wrong. You just are. And exactly. what a message for kids and for everybody.
1: Yeah, oh, you're exactly right. I I love everything you just said. It's like it's truly the first step to so many good things in life is to love yourself first. You do that, everything else yes. is so much easier. Um and everything else is just so much brighter that way. And so to have a song that is truly in my opinion probably like just the the best anthem for loving yourself. <laughs> I'd be I'd be hard-pressed yes. to find something that can top this. Um it's really really powerful. I, yeah. Well,
2: yeah, And in the age of music is always this way and bravado and I'm better than you and I'm the best because you're the worst. And for someone to, you know, and I know she's not the only one, but boy, does she harness the energy of I'm a, a, a stark raving madman success and I'm OK and you're OK. You just don't always get that message in pop and in you know, modern music.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. We talk a lot about um, hip hop tracks. Typically, are are very much, you know. And we always joke about DJ Khaled coming in, in those first three seconds with the best music.
2: <laughs> like right the there song before it starts.
1: Right? <laughs> very different vibe here. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, track eight. Now, Gina, I know earlier you said you, you thought you were way older than us, but I, I uh-huh. think you and I were probably both in high school when this one came out, okay? Oh, track I didn't eight, know that. Oh. None of Your Business by Salt oh, and Pepper.
2: I'm sorry. I, I was going another direction. My list might be off. This song. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Okay. This song. I know it doesn't sound like a song that should get me choked up. But if when you come on strong, two, excuse me, I gotta keep saying it because it keeps applying, fucking bad bitches saying, What's the matter with your life? Why you gotta mess with mine? Like, and then ending the song with, There's only one guy who can judge me, and that's God. So chill and let my father do his job. What? <laughs> To me, that was like groundbreaking. This was this was all about the sexual empowerment, mid early 90s. And I just again, like, it's a freedom, especially as a young lady in that time where that is a new message. And you got, you know, your moms taught you, and the teachers taught you, and I'm sure for a lot of people, the nuns and everybody else, you don't do that because that's for bad kids and that's for dirty girls and that's for the. No, you have these icons coming out saying it's none of your business. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slip skins. Did I say that right? Do whoever I want. (laughs) And I just, I again, I love these women just, just taking the music world by the balls and saying it's none of your business.
0: No, you're exactly right. Like, I, yeah, in high school, this came out and it was, I mean, Salt and Pepper was huge at that time oh, anyway, right? So, everything that they came out with was like top of the charts, it was on the radio all the time. But the message here was just so different from anything else out there. And, you know, you think about like probably 20 years later, Taylor Swift comes out with The Man, right? Where she's right. kind of given the same message of like, <laughs> look, if I was a man, I could do, you know, I could yeah. do whatever and no one would judge yeah. me, right? And this is 20 years prior to that, like same message. Yeah. And it's like, there's probably a pretty good gap between those messages. I don't know if there's too many songs like that in between, but yeah, you're yeah, right. I you're mean, right. really revolutionary at the time, but, but also just a great song. I don't know if it makes me yeah. cry more than dance, but, but still great. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Maybe both, I, yeah. I, I,
2: I've done it in karaoke a few times, and it's one of those songs. Oh, this would be another list if you haven't done it. Songs that you didn't realize were super long until you tried them in karaoke.
0: (laughs) We did a karaoke mix, and I had a couple on there, like just cautionary tales. Like, look, I know it sounds like a good idea, but it's seven and a half minutes. And if you're not Jack Black, you're not going to sustain energy
1: for that long. Good,
2: good. I'm glad you did that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you very quickly realize, like, seven minutes doesn't sound like a long time, but...
2: So I, I do a very bad, but sort of funny to some people, Gwen Stefani impression, and they make me do, like, they do just a girl, do spider webs. I am huffing and puffing halfway through just a girl. I can't, I, I, I gotta take a knee. <laughs>
0: oh gosh i do believe
2: you wanna, it do you want a sample i do i mean yeah. kind i've yeah.
0: heard it i've heard it on another podcast that we won't but i want i want to hear it here yes let's please. see what
2: song what what is um As
0: spider webs
2: oh okay i'll back up <laughs> sorry i'm not home right now i'm walking in the spider web leave a message and i'll call you back a story but leave a message and i'll call you back so doing that for like 3 minutes will put me in the hospital.
0: It sounded like one big inhale like you didn't uh, Yeah. there's no breathing right. Yeah. That's there's what no she breathing. That's like. what I agree. Right. Yeah, no, it's spot on,
1: but yes, that was yes, spot on. Well, track 9 is is a different singing entirely to uh <laughs> to Gwen Safani. Arguably a, a you know, a very beautiful form of singing. So it is I'll Be Your Mirror by The Velvet Underground, but sung by Nico.
2: Oh, I love this song so much. This song was introduced to me in college by a college boyfriend. So, of course, it has a little extra oomph. Um, but and it got it. I'm glad it got a little teeny tiny little renaissance in um, Handmaid's Tale. That song comes up a lot during the show. And I just I just love that because I never I've never heard anyone sing it really before. Um, But another really beautiful and different take on a love song. Um, I'll be your mirror, reflect what you are in case you don't know. I'll be the wind, the rain and the sunset, the light on your door to show when you're home. And I just think that is such poetry. I mean, that's the kind of love letter we all want.
1: Yeah, uh, I know. This is the song, if I had to pick the one that, brought me to tears more than any of the other ones i'd say it's this one it's just Mm. her voice is so haunting it's so gorgeous like there's so much power behind what she's singing and the words that she's singing and for me the the second verse is what really stood out i find it hard to believe you don't know the beauty you are but if you don't let me be your eyes a hand to your darkness so you won't be afraid and just think like it's (sighs) pure poetry it's absolute poetry you know some Mm -hmm. songs um are like that like they're just sung poetry like there's no better way to describe yeah. that and this is this is in that category without no, a doubt
2: you're so right and her when you call her voice haunting i don't know that there's a better word because it's very non-traditional to say the least so you really can focus on the words because you're she's not doing runs like mariah carey you know she you really hear the words and the words are just magical
1: yeah a uh, great pick beautiful
0: song oh good All right, track 10, you go with Shambhala by Three Dog Night.
2: This is one of my favorite songs in the entire world, and I don't know what it is about it. It just fills me with such joy when I hear it. In fact, I was was lucky enough to be uh, on a morning show for several years here in Los Angeles, and um, like another station i was on because this is you're always indiana jones running from a boulder it flipped (laughs) and that means that you know it went from one format of music to another and the new broom sweeps clean and you all get fired and they bring in a whole new crew to do a whole new type of music and as a dj every dj got to pick one song to introduce on the air as their sort of goodbye song and the songs people picked were heartbreaking, as they should be. I mean, these are people who had been on that station for a million years, and this meant everything to them, and they're classic rock connoisseurs, and they're sad, and they're going to reflect what they're feeling. I said, you know, I think there is joy to be found in this. I think there is sweetness to be found in the bitterness, and I want to play a song that just makes me happy, and that's Shambhala, Three Dog Night, and I- I don't, I'm not going to pretend to be able to go through the lyrics and explain them all, but it's just, (laughs) it's just beautiful. Everyone is happy. Everyone is kind on the road to Shambhala. And it's just this song of just happiness. Don't you just want to be in a field with a flower wreath dancing when you hear this song?
0: Yes. No, that's the perfect description. It's just such a joyous song. Like, I mean, this comes on, and I was familiar with it before, but. Three Dog Night, so often, like their sound just in general just puts me in a good mood. But yes. yeah, this song, especially in the lyrics. And it's funny because Shambhala is like this mystical place that's often right. referred to and has never been found, which, you know, the place they describe kind of is, right? This place right. of like peace and understanding and, you know, um, but yeah, it's just, it just puts you in a great, great mindset. I love that that was sort of your, your goodbye track rather than, yeah. than something kind of somber.
2: No. And just the opening guitar. I, I get I get my, my hair on my arm stands up when I hear it. I love it. And how does your light shine? It's just it's just a happy song. And some people might hear it and go, oh, it's platitude, dumb, whatever. It, yes. <laughs> Fine. Great. It's a, like you said, it's a song about a faraway place that none of us have ever visited that we all want. It's this yearning and we all want to be there. And I just I just love it.
1: <laughs> I love that, too. All right, home stretch here. Uh, track eleven, "Life by the Drop" by Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble.
2: This song <laughs> kills me. Um, this is a good example of um, how I prefer, except for the "Out of Range" song by Anita Franco. I much prefer a stripped-down sort of acoustic song, and his voice is so gorgeous. And he met a very tragic demise. Uh, um, God, I feel like it was a plane. Crash. It was a plane crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a and, Texas.
0: He's a Texas guy. Yeah,
2: right. And um, th- that story. I mean, it always makes me feel sad when I hear a Stevie Ray Vaughn song. But the lyrics, again, are just they're like like you said about Nico. His lyrics are haunting. The, just the way it opens. Hello there, my old friend. Not so long ago, it was till the end. We played outside in the pouring rain. On our way up the road, we start over again, and then it's. The end is we're living the dream. My mind stop aching. That's how it happened. Live life by the drop. And it's just about appreciating the moment that you're in. And it's him and just a very few guitar strings. And it just gets me.
1: Yeah, uh, it's so powerful. I, I just wrote, honestly, it's, it's an emotional song without a doubt. Um, yeah. It's like my number one comment, you know, listening to this one just the power of it. And and you're right. I think oftentimes hearing just a stripped down version of a song, like just gives so much more power to the lyrics and the lyrics here, as you said, are just so gorgeous. So yet another example where, um, you know, I was reaching for, Reaching for nearby tissues. Yes! And, that's, and, and
2: I think the other theme of this of this list that I didn't even realize was just acceptance. Accept who you are, accept that this is your life, accept you're not in the right place. And the acceptance in this song, the the, the lyric that really, the, the verse that breaks me in half is, it sounds like he's just talking about a friend and they mm-hmm. may have gone their separate ways. And the, the, the lyric that gets me is, up and down the road in our worn down shoes, talking about good things and singing the blues. You went your way and I stayed behind. We both knew it was just a matter of time. And it's heartbreaking, but it's, he, you, it's just about acceptance. We both knew that this was not my path and this was not your path. And I just, right. I, but it's, so you got to remember, you, you know, live life by the drop. And I just, I don't know. I, I think it's magical.
0: Yeah, it was written by a childhood friend of Stevie Ray Vaughan who gave oh. him the song. And it was, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It, it really was about how, you know, he was a songwriter, but kind of stayed in the background. And Stevie mm-hmm. Ray Vaughan obviously became who he was. And he just talked about them still having this friendship and getting together in these moments. And, and that's kind of where the song came from. But So in that yeah.
2: verse, that's the guy, that's his friend singing about him that you yeah. went your way and I stayed behind. That's
0: right. <gasps> wow.
1: Although if you look this up on the internet, people think it's about drugs and alcohol. Oh, well, there you go. Which is what they think every song is about. There's that that
0: junior high teacher turning everything into a drug commercial. That's right. Caution, kids. (laughs) All right, Gina, your last track, track 12. You've got Right Down the Line by Jerry Rafferty.
2: OK, this song has, you know, everybody loves them, some brown eyed girl and Van Morrison and stuff for a wedding. And we all get it. We all fine. It's great. We all that's have brown Matt's eyes. That's Matt's
1: least favorite song. Thank it you. Is. That's brown kind, of, that's kind you, of where Gina. I'm
2: going with Thank this. Thank you,
1: Gina. Yes. So,
2: you know, you hear this at a wedding reception. Oh, I'm the bride! I'm the bride. <laughs> talking about me! No, this song was so important. Right down the line was so important to be played at my wedding because I always hoped. Now, in, in, a, in a perfect world, the man would pick it because it's, a, it's about me and how much I've helped him. But I've always hoped that I would find a partner that felt that way about me. And not only is the song, the groove is just, mm, it's so sexy and it's just so cool. And just the, the, the groove of the song, you could be reading the phone book. But again, it's like kind of another Thank you note to somebody he loves. And I just, I love that about it.
0: Yeah. And in a similar vein to I Choose You, it's not this overly sappy, like love song. It was it's really about a partnership, right? Like there's not Absolutely. a, there's no codependency here. It's just kind of, we're partners on this road together, right? Like yes. I, I loved it and i never, I knew the song, but I never really dug into the lyrics. <sighs> but when I read the lyrics, I was like, man, this is, this song's fantastic.
2: Yes. And like the Sarah Burialist song, we're both fallible. It's not like, well, I'm perfect. You're perfect. It was only a matter of time before we found each other.
0: <laughs> right. Or it's... the I'm awful. Why do you deal with <laughs> right. me song? Right. Right, like, right. Yeah. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Ex- and So the, the verse that sticks out to me is, I know how much I lean on you. Only you can see the changes that I've been through. He says, true. The changes that I've been true. You've left your mark on me. You've been as constant as a northern star, the brightest light that shines. It's been you, woman, right down the line.
1: Oh, yeah, just gorgeous
2: song.
0: Yeah, just a perfect song. Perfect song and a great way to go out. There you go. Another super awesome mix for your collection. (laughs) This time, a mix of songs that will bring you tears of happiness from the great Gina Grad. Gina, (laughs) tell everyone out there where they can uh, follow you and find out more about you.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, guys. This was so much fun and oddly cathartic. So where do I send my copay? (laughs) Um, This was so much fun. I'm just uh, my name. It's just on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's just Gina Grad, G-I-N-A-G-R-A-D. And anything about the book, My Extra Mom, you can find on Amazon or just go right to the top of my Twitter. All the information will be pinned right there. Twitter.com slash Gina Grad, the very top everything you need to know about where to get my extra mom will be right there for you.
0: Excellent. And that's coming out February 21st. So run out there and get yourself a copy. Um, So Samra and I have more work to do on more super awesome mixes. Gina's got a book to promote. And so we'll all get back to work and be back with another super awesome mix. So for Gina and Samra, this is Matt and we'll see you next time.